What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? and welcome to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the Champions Club of the PSVG Podcast Network. It is I, your host, Kevin. And with me tonight, no, it's not Lucas. He was working on a secret project, so he needed a night off. Instead, I have the three-time back-to-back-to-back DLC champion, Dr. Flux Respect. Oh, oh, I'll take it, Kevin. I'll take it. All the way to the bank. All the, know, way, all, all the way to the tippity top. I thought Lucas could multitask by now. I thought he could handle doing more than one thing. Clearly, I was wrong. Well, the the funny thing is, and and it'll be even funnier when he listens to this and realizes it, because I haven't called him out on it personally. He's mixed up the dates because technically he worked on the secret project last Saturday. So he really should have taken last week off, not this week off. And then he's back next week and taking the following week off. So like he's really doing three things in one week and then nothing or just flux the both. <laughs> like, I guess next week, it, it, we don't know what's happening there. It may be one thing or it might be nothing. Week. Yeah. Might be nothing. So, I right. Mean, he might just take a whole week off the lazy. Jerk. I'm not going to push him. I'm not going to push him, but it might, it might be nothing. I don't know. It's, okay. I mean, this, he's not here. Why are we talking about Lucas? I mean, let's talk about me. Let's talk. All right. About me. That's fair. Let's That's fair. Let's talk about you. Um, Thanks, this thanks this is a me. big get. Me, by the way. Well, this is a huge get. I mean, you're in super high demand after the DLC. Like, everybody's I talked mean, about it. It's kind of a big deal. Usually, I only like to hide behind a paywall. So, getting <laughs> free content for me, I mean, that's kind of, you know. Well, that's that's the goal. We we mention it here on this show, and all the people who don't subscribe over at patreon.com slash PSVG will know, oh, shoot, I want to hear more about this guy. Wait, you have, like... <laughs> 14 and a half hours of content with Jason. I got to listen to that. So if you want to support us, patreon.com slash PSVG. And thank you to those of you who do, but especially Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the bone saw Barboni, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Mike Masick, the egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw. And of course my personal favorite, Nick Fahaba. Hey, here's what I want to know though. How's Dante Bellini jr. He's doing well. He he actually um I missed that from the old the old Mub days. The Mub days. He he released a his first documentary film. Oh nice. Um that was aired on PBS in, locally in New England and now actually was just well he's working on it I guess to sell it uh nationwide on PBS and it's about um of course I'm forgetting his name. They're going to need some more telethons to increase that budget. Well, yeah, that's what's going to happen, too. I guarantee you it's going to be like when PBS does those pledges, like donate $25. You get a copy of this documentary. Oh, Ken Burns. Yes. That's what it is. The famous documentary guy, yeah, Ken Burns, yeah. who does them all. He did a documentary on Ken Burns because they're, oh, they're friends. Wow. They're friends oh, okay. in real life. Um, so he did that. And he is working on some other projects. One that's awesome. may or may not be video game related and may or may not have some involvement by me. Well, I That's heard from some same. disappointed tweets that all the video game documentaries focus on the 80s and the same stick and the same stories we already know. So we have to be sad about stuff and blah, blah, blah. 
That's it's why I don't. Tr- that's why I avoid gaming Twitter as much as possible. Yeah, it's it's true, and I, I will say if this comes to light, this does not involve '80s games, and it's not something we've heard about in a while, and it's something that's actually become relevant yet again. Kurt Schilling. It does involve Kurt Schilling, actually. <laughs> um, if that happens, I, I don't know. He's he's juggling a couple different ideas, so it kind of just depends what he gets funding on doing. Sure, but sure. Um, yes, so that that's the whole shtick there. Um, you know, we're, we do silly I, things I, here. I love how we have just played into this, the three-time DLC thing. I love oh, it's, it's sticking I, now. I, I love it. I, I, love I it. just want... I, I'm not even engrossed in the Champions Club until, like... I mean, you've been in the Champions Club. I mean, not in the Champions Club. Maybe you are. Right. I don't know if you are, but you've been in that ecosphere for a while. You've been I, in the bio, that, biodome, that biodome of streaming for a while, and then I've all of a sudden just become indoctrined, and I, I'm... In good doctrine. choice of words, <laughs> and I, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving well, it, it. it's it's funny because not to be disrespectful to Donnie or anything, but <laughs> you know, he used to give me a lot of flack for talking about streamers, and, and and lately, maybe it's 2020, maybe it's COVID, I don't know, but that's been a big part of news from Mixer shutting down to what's Ninja sure. Shroud going to do, sure, to sure. what happened to Doc and Twitch, and now as I take a sip from my Doctor Disrespect <laughs> Black on Blackberry G Fuel flavor from my Doctor Disrespect shaker here. I can tell Ooh. you it's a great thing to have other people start to uh, appreciate at least Your the production value of what plus three, I think <laughs> it does. I mean, well, here's the thing. Like we're, we're, we're going to go in this later on the show, but we might as well just roll into it a little bit <laughs> right now. Like, okay. I, I, I think I've watched a couple of his highlights before. It, it yeah. was back when he was probably playing um, the, the one, the PUBG one. was his big one for it's the PUBG, longest time. I think he was playing like COD. Um, yep. And um, you know, I, I, I haven't really played a Call of Duty and since like, black ops 2 you know it's just not hasn't been my thing too much but and i remember like okay i like i like a stick you know it's fun mm-hmm. and i like i think i watched a little bit of his live stream i was like okay whatever you know i didn't think much of it but then i just got caught up in that whole story too like what happened mm-hmm. what's going on where has he been what's the deal and then all of a sudden like when he burst on the scene he got caught up in like i'm gonna here i am i'm watching this ticker going down and then donnie's like what are you guys what are you guys doing you're just watching a ticker. This is ridiculous. What is this? Absolutely not. No, no, no. And I'm like, no, we're not like watching it. It's just on. We're vibing to the jams, man. That synth wave. Like, it was like it was cool to like be in there and like yeah. Not only does he like he plays all this synth crap that I'm listening to anyway, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just now I like I know some. It, he's gonna be like any person. You're gonna you love him or hate him. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And like that persona he puts on is like. It is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It is like total wrestling, like bravado, yeah. you know. And I, I don't know what it is. I think it's hilarious. I like. I've watched a couple of his streams. I've watched the highlights. I love it. Yeah, I eat it it's, up. it's fantastic. And I don't get out of all people. Like I understand Donnie doesn't want want to watch people play video games, but when you watch his highlight reel, it's like five minutes of games. The rest is all the other shtick he does throughout the episode. Yeah. Yeah. How does Donnie, the biggest wrestling fan around, not appreciate like? his him cutting promos and stuff like that like playing playing the heel like it like literally dr disrespect once fought the undertaker like the undertaker <laughs> showed up and filmed something where they went blows to blow like how do you not appreciate that i, I but, don't want to rag on donnie but i mean that's what we like, do here yeah i know you're not familiar but you know no i mean like you know the, when the, the i think the, the comeback video they're like play fall guys dog he's like no but this is what i've gone gone and this is what video games are and you know he's playing fall guys yeah. you know it's it's great. Uh, but l- let's go from what Doc's playing to what, what we've been playing. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll go first only because I have two things. And then we have a similar thing that we actually sure. put together. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, 
a little bit. So um, since we twice, Kevin, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, I did cheat on it, though, and we'll talk about that game later with another one, uh, Hyperscape. So that launched to Xbox uh, today, actually. Um, So correct me. That's like the Ubisoft, like super fast. You're in a simulation. It's kind of like uh, cyberpunk a little bit. Yes. Yeah. uh, What's the word? Because it's cyberpunk. Actually, that. Yeah. Cyberpunk is actually the description before the game came out oh, too yeah. and it's gonna the yeah. time to like popularize popularize the style but cyberpunk was that um yeah because you have uh i want to i keep wanting to say um uh gosh what's the with the zeppelins and the victorian area and that's steampunk. Like, steampunk i keep wanting to say steampunk but it kept yeah no it's not head. steampunk but everything that <laughs> coming to my head was daft punk i'm like no that's not that's not right that's not every it. punk is in your head. Yeah. But um, there was a game. It was like a mod. I think it was on Steam forever ago. And it was a cyberpunk S shooter, team based shooter. It was really cool. But once cyberpunk 2077 comes out, that's going to be like everyone's going to associate cyberpunk with the actual oh, yeah. game called that. So you, it's right. not going to be a style anymore. No, no. And it's true. And, and, and Hyperscape is cool. So for those not familiar, that's Ubisoft playing it, too. Yeah, exactly. He played it. Well, he dropped it when when Rogue Company kind of came into the scene. But I, you picked it up today to see how it looks um, on Xbox, which is why I was interested. because I didn't play it on PC. I didn't want to even attempt it knowing how my PC works. Run it. I think that's I, why I haven't really bothered it. Dude, it is fast. Uh, I will say that it's like apex levels of, of speed and stuff that's going on. So you're dropped. The whole game takes place in a simulation. So you're not like playing as that character. You're playing as an okay. avatar. Um, so it's essentially like in the matrix. The map is pretty darn big. It's like it's a city, but it's it's like the whole city. So like you can go from house to house. Uh, rooftop traversal is huge in it. Um, like you can jump rooftop to rooftop. You can double jump you got, you got uh, because like parkour movement. Can you like wall run and you can't wall run, um, but you can do a lot of different things with these different abilities. You can get like enhancements to yourself. Or like you can drop a giant brick wall in front of you. Or if you're slick, you can have the brick wall go below you and actually shoot you up in the air and then you can double jump and like completely get away from people it's crazy um you can you can shoot up in the sky and do like the the superhero landing you know like the iron man oh, you gotta do the superhero landing, right so you have those things there um only play two matches i will say it runs incredibly fast it looks really good um the cool thing i like the weapons i'm not crazy about um they're all different which is a good thing like you you have your shotguns you have your pistols like that's all kind of there. smgs um grenade launchers things of that nature um but they feel a little underpowered like okay. i don't want a shooter where you get hit three times and you're dead like the but sometimes like be adjusted maybe a little bit exactly like i can have an ak and i can unload a full clip headshots on somebody and they, they don't die and i'm like what the heck so like you have to just constantly be shooting and running at the same time to dodge their bullets or slide and shoot like it's, it's you really can't stand still at all so I don't know how snipers work in this game because in my head, like if somebody sees you, you have to run in combat. You can't try and stand your ground. And is your movement like as and maybe you already mentioned this, is your movement as a player is it pretty like snap and like are you pretty quick? Yeah. So yeah, you, you can quick, sniping, you can double jump, you can slide as you're running. It's got to be difficult, I think. Anyway, and I wonder like you know, sniping's different in games. Like mm-hmm. I've never been maybe an Unreal tournament back in the back in the day. I could have, but definitely like Halo. That no. was like the best I was the sniper at because Halo yeah. sniping was like so it was almost like if the reticle was on the person and you hit the button, it hit. It hit. There you was know, no there drop. Was like, there was no drop. Right yeah, there. there's no yeah. bullet drop. And there's no distance like in Call of Duty and stuff like that. I never could snipe. Maybe yeah. in like the original, like I played a lot of Call of Duty 2 
online back in the day when that came out, but I much preferred the car 98 K bolt action rifle to the anything scoped. Yeah. Um, so, but sniping in games, like I've tried overwatch stuff like that. I've just never, never, like I'm, I do want to try it in real company when we talk about that. I do want to try yeah. sniping, but, um, cause that just looks sweet, but it's many, a game like that with speed. I wonder, like, it depends on like how the bullet trajectory, I guess works and everything, but yeah, it's gotta be tough when, when somebody's moving that fast. And then of it, course, it really is. And then you if gotta you got to hit somebody sleeping. more than once, oof, yeah, that's going to be tough. You have to catch them sleeping. And and the weird thing is, too, is like at, you can go inside certain buildings to, you know, grab loot, grab ammo, stuff like that. Like ammo also really isn't plentiful. Like you have to grab extra ammo packs. Like you pick up a gun, you get like seven bullets. So you have to grab ammo packs. And there's a limit to how much you can carry. Okay. Um, so it's, it, it limits you from just being OP and running into like a gunfight and guaranteed winning because you just have more bullets. Sure. Um, Are but there, as you um, like classes or roles for or is it no already, so there's different like characters unit okay that's my so question. there are different characters you can pick but there's no benefit other than what they look like because those enhancements okay. i talked about like building a wall or allowing yourself to heal people around you or the superhero jump there's all different ones that do different things you pick those up in game as like items so like you can pick up a gun oh. and you pick up this perk and you okay. can swap them at any time if you pick up a gun like let's say you find the shotgun and you want to run with that if you find another shotgun in the game, you actually use it to enhance your existing shotgun to a better level, maybe like a bigger clip or more powerful damage, like stuff like that. So you actually level up your weapons by grabbing similar ones. Same thing for your enhancement abilities. So like if you get the wall and you grab multiple wall power ups, you'll your wall will last longer or be bigger and absorb more damage, whatever the case is. Um, so there's definitely a different usage there, but it's really you got to think on the fly and can't stand still. So sure. it's definitely a different take, but it looks great. That's one thing I will say for like Ubisoft kind of nailed the aesthetic it ran just fine like like Fortnite, like rogue company mm-hmm. like you don't get a ton of glitches in these games which is nice i think i you know i didn't read it but i remember i saw a headline today and i don't remember where it was but it said you know it was like a lot of promising things mm-hmm. like to look forward to but like a lot of ubisoft games it's a little rough on launch and needs some time to get tweaked a little bit further yeah i don't know what like the battle pass looks like and and reasons to want to put money because it is a free play free to play game i didn't mention that i guess for those aren't familiar like so they're going to make their money off these microtransactions i will say getting into a lobby and partying up took a while so i'm wondering what the player base is and given this was day one out on xbox that could be a server issue or it could be nobody's playing i don't know no Um, no cross play or cross progression not i don't know if this cross progression um it doesn't appear to be cross play because it didn't seem like anybody had that mouse you know shooting capability versus controller at all you know we talked this came up in discord i i think like anything this is me talking with my vast experience with all these type of shooters on multiple platforms but i feel like anything like this that's available at free to play like you got to have at least cross progression now if it's available on multiple um platforms like that cross progression is huge. Now that I've gotten a taste of it, it's just so oh, yeah. nice. You know, like this is my preferred way to play. But you know, if I want to pick it up here, like especially like going from like something dedicated like the PC, and then going to something mobile like the Switch. Yeah. Um, being able to like go back and forth between those, or even just you know an Xbox and a PC, or you know that's that's huge. Like cross play, that's a little different animal because you're looking at yeah you know, the server, different servers, different things having to talk together and do all that. But at least the progression, that's all on you know their backend server and that's just yes. data that's going to be sitting to an account yeah you know? it, it makes sense like fortnite does it rogue company does it like it all makes sense and it, it's a shame and i i for life me can't figure out like why apex doesn't have it already it drives me nuts because if i play on my xbox i have every character unlocked 
if I play on PlayStation, I have like one of the characters since unlocked, and I'm like, the skins are all different, like everything's different. I'm like, why can't I just have the same thing? You have my user ID. It's the same on both platforms. Let's let's just blame Sony still. Just keep keep blaming Sony. I guess I don't know, but Nintendo's not going to have it either when Apex launches. They said it's not going to have the cross progression either, so it's I I don't know. It's coming to Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I do, I don't, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how that runs, but I digress. Um, other game, you might recall this one, Little Town Hero. Does that ring yeah, a bell? That's like the, that's the one that the the same team, the the Pokemon, right? Yep, Game team? Freak, Game Freak. They did, yep. and it's like the little the little guy in the town, and it was there's a card mechanic, isn't that right? To the battle, or what was the kind of? Yeah, it's well. First remember. off, first off, the game sucks. I'll say, I'll start there. <laughs> um, you have these. Well, all right. I it's not quite cards because like you've I've played card battling ones. It's not same, but it's a similar idea where you get these different move sets and you have certain amount of like um, action points that you can use to execute these moves. Um, but the goal is, is you have to break and use and get your enemy to use up all of theirs before you. And if you still have battle points and an attack ability available, you can then damage them. So what I found is even at the beginning of the game, when you're fighting the first character you fight outside of the tutorial, it went like 15 rounds. Oh, gosh. And the thing is, is each round gives you four, at least four action points. So you're taking four moves, whether it's offense or defense, your opponent is. And then it actually has a board game mechanic where you move around the battlefield. No, like after the thing, board games, I'll tell you. No, that right now. well, I mean, I'm bored with video games. Um, but the stupid thing is, is, is once you complete your turn, you roll a dice and find out how much you can move on the map. And if you land on certain spaces, you'll have allies there that can do things like, I'll give you a free attack or I'll allow you to swap an ability at no cost or whatever the case is, like little things like that. But they didn't seem to really turn the tide and it's completely random if you're going to land on them. Like it's, it's a roll of the dice. It's not like you can make it be, there's no Mario Party aspect where I can roll and guarantee myself a two or something to get to where I want to be. Um and it's just it's really slow, like for for a JRPG, like the dialogue should be quick, the, the combat should be quick, especially if you're going multiple rounds like this. And it's really just super I think by slow. quick. You should mean the dialogue should be incomprehensible. I think that's what you're looking for. Yeah, like Gilmore Girls <laughs> or like West Wing. Um, but no, it's like even, you know, you can like quick press and kind of go through the dialogue when you know yeah. it really doesn't matter. You can't even do that. It's like. You, they'll say one line, you hit the button, then you get one line, then you hit the button, you get one line. Like it's really just, mm. it's poorly designed for for a team that has done so many games. I don't understand how you can. I get you want to do something different, but sure. how the fundamentals don't work right. and the story is just. I mean, JRPG stories are kind of iffy, like they're hit or miss anyway, and they're, they're yeah. you know sometimes I can say, well, I'm not the audience, but I can appreciate what it's doing. This is probably the dumbest premise I've ever heard. <laughs> So you're you're in this town, hence the name Little Town Hero. And the story with this town is, is you just live in this town. You're not allowed to leave it because somehow, which I don't understand, the only way to get out of town is you have to go through the castle and they don't let anybody in the castle ever. So they're basically just forcing you to live in your town, your entire existence and work in like the mine. Mm-hmm. And do things like that. And it's like your character just wants to get out and explore the world. So you're going to be friends with a knight uh, who's going to try and get you a job there so you can sneak out and fight monsters in the world. But then they're like, but monsters don't exist. And then that's the whole premise is you fight monsters. So clearly they do. Um, But it's it's a really dull story. I remember the reveal trailer, you know, 
forever ago and it, it, it like in that initial reveal you're like oh this looks kind of interesting they like the art aesthetic you know not mm-hmm. terrible yeah. it has a cute look to it and it had some appeal but then i remember when we actually saw the gameplay and i was like nope okay yeah. I'm, I'm done yeah I'm out. and that's exactly how i feel so like it, it it came and i was just like man this is this is terrible i got it you know through games review so i have to write an impression piece on it and i already warned him that it's not going to be glowing or nice but yeah it's just it's bad and that's what i don't miss about reviewing games things like that because <laughs> i mean in our case we're always working with smaller sure. smaller niche and you really feel bad when that happens and you really yeah. feel bad when you give you something and they've worked hard on it and they're hoping that you're going to help this is going to be something that helps spread a little more get some more eyes on it and then you're just like no yep. this is not good at all <laughs> luckily, luckily because it's an id at xbox provided code i don't have to write a full review i just have to do an impressions oh, so perfect. i don't need to score it which is nicer because if I had to, I'm looking at like a five or a six. Like it's bad even by JRPG standards. And, and you know, so like I said, summer hit, is, hit is or miss. This, but is this their first uh, multi-platform game they've ever done? Game free? I believe I, I know, so. I know nothing about their development. I don't pay attention to Pokemon. I don't. This is why I'm not on Shack anymore. I don't know anything about it. You know. <laughs> um, game freaks games. Let's see. I don't believe so. Oh wait, no. This something came up. Some sort of card game came up right away. Um, list of video games developed by Game Freaks. Uh, as it loads, I mean, sure, they maybe they done some some weird mobile stuff in Japan. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean they they've done pretty much only Pokemon for a long time. Uh, they had another game apparently last year, which I've heard Giga Wrecker Alt. Maybe it's just in Japan. I don't know. That's got to be region only. Yeah. Um, Giga Wrecker. They did that in Windows in 2017. Uh, Tembo, <laughs> the badass elephant from Sega in 2015. I've okay, never heard so that. I guess they have. All right, oh, they did that go. pocket card jockey, too. If you remember that. Oh, on that 3DS. was fun. That game yeah. was cool. Drill Dozer in 2005. That wasn't bad oh, okay. either. Pocket, um, pocket card jockey was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it, it's maybe just the first JRPG non-Pokemon they've done, perhaps. Okay. Um. Because everything else seems like that way. Oh, they did Yoshi way back in the day on the NES. Holy crap. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they've been around since the 89. Wow. But, yeah, okay. not good. So, folks, pass on that one. It's 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 bad. Like you said, the art the art is probably the best part of it. Like, it, the aesthetic, the look is nice. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. monster design, really cool. Like, I appreciate it, but it's just a bad game. It's not. The mechanics okay. in it are so bad, it's not playable. Um, not Deadly Premonition unplayable, but just not fun to play, I should say. Sure, sure. Um, but the game we are having fun with Rogue Company. Yeah, man. So I, I, I mean, I've talked about this game a lot and I know you've talked about it on Fluxables, but I'll, I'll let you talk about it here more than me. But overall, I'm I'm still enjoying it. I do find it to be way better when you play with people, you know, versus randoms. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's always going to help, especially in a I mean, this is, you know, a quote unquote tactical mm-hmm. shooter, you know, four on four, four before competitive. So, yeah, if you're playing with some like minded people, um, you know, I do. The, I'm doing what I don't usually do is, you know, I'm, I'm well, a, I haven't played on PC like a game that's popular. That's just and then it's true has, that welcomes um, team communication, like not a remake of a 90s adventure game. Yeah, and it actually <laughs> welcome, welcomes team chat. And I haven't like engaged in that because usually like the, the only thing I've, I've played recently that I would even consider that would be overwatch and it's like i don't want anything to do with the team chat overwatch because it's always it was always just toxic as as i'll get out and um yeah i've played with a bunch of cool people in um in rogue company and i've gotten friend and friend requests afterwards and um i don't know if i think you saw the the conversation in my flux to post chat already but true story i'm playing the other night with these guys and then I hadn't said anything. They were like three friends and I was just that random fourth guy. Yeah. So you're meeting like, and they're all talking. And then 
there was like this sniper he could have. And all of a sudden I come over, I'm like, sniper's down, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, they're like oh, who's the pro? And they're like, <laughs> like, this guy sounds like we're playing with the doctor. And I was like, yeah, this is two time. You got him. Actually, I'm but the three time. It, but. It, it, but that whole night too, they were like talking about this microphone. And it's, I think it's because I got, and I noticed when I listened to the, the playback of the episode from Flux, it was like uh, this interface. I, do, I think it does make a huge difference in my mic quality versus what, oh, the, yeah. what my, the mixer was. So that was part of it. But I was like, it's just so funny that, Dr. Disrespect stuff, Rogue Company, and then that. I was like, yep, inflate that ego. And I did carry the team that round, too. But, I mean, it's just fun, man. It's it's like... I How's your back a, doing, by the way? <laughs> it's tired, man. It's yeah, really tiring, tired. everybody. I played a lot of Gears and Gears 2 multiplayer back in the day, which probably people don't know because I, I never talked about it. But yeah. the guys I played with, we played we played a lot. And we did... Um, like ladders we did i think i think it was team warfare was still around at that time but we did like competitive um team ladders with it not so much with gears 2 but definitely a lot with gears 1 and i mean that game you had to be really all the gears games you had to be really strategic with them because it was all about the map and then rushing to the stronger weapons and holding down the map control and i feel like a lot about that with rogue company you don't have the you know the the weapons or so much but it's it just feels similar and i think maybe that's because it's the first third person shooter since like gears i've gotten into yeah like i mean it, it, there's some similar there's like you know there's cover there's not a cover mechanic but you're racing up to cover it's like got that same over the shoulder aiming mechanic mm-hmm. it doesn't have that zoom in feature when you're like running that kind of obstructs your field of view but there's just some similarities there and i love like how big of a deal that this game has that others don't is that you're it's you're switching your view on the fly, you know, between yes. the left and the right the shoulder shoulders. to really yep. gain that camera position around corners. So, so much of this game is like using that to your advantage and getting scaring your opponent. And I think people that like, if you play this game aggressively, you're going to, you're in for a bad time because it really will punish you for pushing out because you're going to get crossfired and just downed or just get yourself in a bad spot. And I think a lot of people, when they play too, they don't pay attention to the respawns of their team and they'll push yes. out. You're much better off to just retreat and give the enemy the advantage than to push in by yourself and get yourself killed. And then your team's a man down as they're respawning and coming back to the area. I don't know. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, it's still in, what is it? It's open beta. Yes. You know, which requires, you know, money. I mean, there's a lot of keys to give it away. If people really want a key, you're going to be able to get a key. You otherwise, probably get it. $15 to get the base in. And so, I mean, it, there's some, there's some rough spots around the edges. I mean, the switch version still has a lot of random crashes, that I think they're working on. Um, there's a lot of tweaking that needs to take place still, but I mean, I like all the like. I could really play with just about any rogue in this game. They all. Mm. They, I mean, I mean, there's they lot. There's a lot of similarities. I mean, I don't feel like they feel distinctly different, besides the guns, you know. Yeah. But the different abilities are cool, and there's no difference between you know like weight or movement, speed or or health. So that's not a big thing. But I mean. I, I don't feel like at a disadvantage if I'm like going to a game and someone's picked the character I like to play as. There's like three others that I know I can play and contribute as. It's just it's just fun. I, I think they're they are looking at like tweaking the revive time limit, like how long you bleed out for, because right yeah. now you, like players are just bleeding out so fast and revives aren't really happening. So I think yeah. that's something they're looking at adjusting. But I, you know, you go on you go on Reddit or you go places that it's it's going to be a mixed bag of stuff, but. It's just been fun, man. And I think it's that that the fact that it I've it's crossplay, mm-hmm. so that immediately expands how many people in this community I can actually play with besides one or two. Because yeah. now I can play with you, I can play with Takeda, I can play with Lucas, I can play with Tom Servo. I, you know, mm-hmm. I can play with in and that's just great. Besides, just well, I got it on Switch, so I can play with Tom. 
that's it you know so that's been the huge sell for me and it's just been fun like i've played on my lunch breaks i've played here at home it's just it's accessible for me and it scratches that competitive multiplayer edge that i've like i usually have you know it's it's just it's just fun i don't know for me it's fun you're gonna have try hard you're gonna have people that are toxic that's just that comes with it but oh yeah it's fun at the same time. So no, you're you're right, and I, I think that the whole competitive thing for you scratches that itch. Because like you said, like I mean, you even attest to it too. Like you you play Smash, and that's kind of been it up until like Rogue Company came along, and you're like, oh, this is cool, and that that's that substitute yeah. where it's something different. And it, you're right. I'll play. I'll occasionally try to play Xenoblade, but instead watch a cutscene for thirty minutes, and then yeah, I have to do something else. Nobody wants to deal with that. Um, this ain't Nintendo Shack. You know, nobody wants to sit through all that. Um. But yeah, it, I agree with you. Like the, the the heroes are a cool thing because their ultimates aren't really necessarily game changing. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like Overwatch where it's like, oh my god, right. if you chain these three ultimates, you will never lose. Like right, that's like the one point Lucas made. He's like, you're not having to coordinate and try to chain mm-hmm. these up to do this big huge thing, and then they like they recharge quickly enough. So if you use it, oh yeah, it's not a, a huge thing. I don't want I don't want to retread too much of the conversation you guys have had, you know, previously on the game. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's fun. I, no. I enjoy it. It's not gonna be for everyone, but. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun. I love that Dr. D is picked yes. up because I just, it's more eyes on the game. And I mean, let's face it, this whole, oh, I want to design a map. I just want to design a map for it. And then high res is like, oh, we're going to give you 24 hours. Challenge accepted. And he comes back with a map all of a sudden. And they're like, oh, you did prove yourself. And it's like, okay. Yeah. We, it's pretty easy <laughs> to see through the BS on the marketing here. You guys have oh, yeah. worked out, but yeah, I, I still love it. I still love it. And I mean, he so like Doc previously before the Doc persona came to be, he was a map designer for Call of Duty. Yeah, so he does have experience jammer. doing that. Yeah. So it's like that works out well. But you're right. It's like that's a gimmick you would say with any shooter he worked on. Uh, not worked on that he played. So like PUBG he say all the time. like, let me design a map. And it never happened. So I was like, it was still on brand. But, you know, Don Well, Rogue Company's like, yes, let's do it. And I love yeah. the fact he named it the arena. Like, yeah. it, I really hope it, it's going to be real. And I hope it just it's full of like the neon and the synth. Like I want it to be a doc theme level. I don't even care. It would be fantastic. So many um, people have been like, Oh, it looks just like, it's like gridlock from gears. And then like, but gridlock was a great map and it's yeah. a symmetrical, it's a symmetrical map, which a lot of people mm-hmm. like. They like when maps have like, yes. then this equal footing. And then it's just all about how the team plays it. And not when, you know, the geometry of the level gives an advantage based on that, yes. especially when it like spawn points. And like, there's definitely a couple maps in that game where one spot, whatever, where one side spawns, they're going to get the objective before the other. No was it sky is Skyhook? Is that the name of it? Skyhook is like that. I don't like that one. And then Canals definitely has um yeah. That center's cat point on Canals favors one of the other favors one of the sides. And I'm pretty sure even with like um Factory. Factory has one that yeah. has a, a spot that's really easy for the one side to get versus the other. But that's true. Maybe that's the point. I yeah. don't know. But. I mean they, they flip them and, and I mean like you said, it's it's the beginning, it's the bones of it, but it's sure. it's a lot of fun. The, the capability to play with everybody like you said we've played together and we've had people like pc i played on xbox and somebody else played on nintendo switch and it worked you know when yeah. tom but not this last time when tom kept getting kicked out but the time prior to that when we played with takeda it was like we were all playing on different yeah. things and it worked great and like, the we never chat worked flawlessly yes any problems right you wouldn't have no idea my only my only concern is this is high res as a publisher yeah and they kind of have a history of getting these games up and running and then just kind of letting them flounder Looking at you, Realm Royale. Looking at you, mm-hmm. Paladins. I'm looking at you. Uh, what's the other one they did? Uh, I can't remember. They've got they there's like oh, Tribes Ascension. That was them. Tribes well. was it? I'll say they weren't Valorant. Thing. I know that. So yeah. So 
don't know. I, I think this game has a lot of promise. That's there's a lot of excitement around it. I think it could really, um, I think it could really do well if it's if it's supported and they keep listening to people and make the right adjustments. I agree. And worst case scenario, if it does go away, hey, we didn't spend any money on it. That's right. We only got free. Yeah, that's right. It's all good. Um. All right. So that wraps it up from what we're playing. So let's jump into what you folks have to say. It's time to check out the messages. And I forgot something before jumping into the message, Jason. And it reminded me when you talked about competitive play. So I have I have an announcement to make here that um, yours truly will be representing PSVG Ooh. and all of play some video games Ooh. in competitive play. There is a tournament um, that is sponsored by and run by Planters Peanuts, of all things. Um, but it's a dad gaming league. And I was accepted <laughs> in and what? I am on the roster. And uh, yeah, real thing. This is a real thing. Uh, Next Friday, and I'm going to attempt to stream it if at all possible. I'm googling this furiously. Yeah, is the first one. So it's Dad Gamer Dad Dad Gaming League. Yep. So I am in it. I will be competing in Fortnite next Friday in a Fortnite tournament. (laughs) The Dad. Yeah. What is this? Uh, September is Mario Kart. October is Rocket League. November is Apex Legends. December is Super Smash. So the dad and, is some weird website, and they're teaming yep. up with planners to bring you the dad gaming league. Wait, there's a Super Smash? I missed in, de- in December. You have time. You have time. I don't have time. I'd never well, have time true. for a tournament. It's just, that's true. I, I would love to do an online tournament, but it's like I don't have six hours to dedicate to that's that's true but i but i'm going to train i'm going to focus on these games before going into it and i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a go jason we're gonna see what happens are, we'll are see if kevin can get a win are you getting the dad gaming jersey if i if i win i could get a jersey oh they are no, giving some it? away at random i didn't oh, i didn't get the first you, or, you, or you can just order one it says oh you can't how much is the jersey uh 36 i'll try and win it first and if i don't maybe i'll buy one i don't know i just wanted an esports jersey i just i just want one this is Oh my god! I love yeah. this. Kevin's yeah. going big. August twenty first. Right. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. So I, I figured. What time? What time's the tournament? Uh, eight thirty, I believe, Eastern. What day is so, that? I gotta look at here. When it's a Friday night. Friday night. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta clear the schedule somehow. Yeah, yeah. So we, we will. I will do my best to stream it on PSVG's Twitch.tv. I want people. I want someone else. I want Donnie and someone else. Shoutcasting it? Yes. I want us to do a shoutcasting reacts to your That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. And and I figure, you know, every streamer has their fan base. You know, Doc has the Champions Club. You know, Lady Gaga has the Monsters. So I figured PSVG Prime. And at first I thought... The Fanny Pack. The Primates. And I was like, no, that's not not appropriate. So the Primals? I I don't know. We'll play with it. We'll see. Mm. But yeah, I want people to come out and and show some support. And I, I think I'm lucky that the first one is going to be Fortnite because <laughs> yeah, then I don't I mean, need to practice much. Right. Um, I mean, that's kind of your bag. So, yeah. And I, I haven't played that much in a while, though, but I, I will just warm is up it, a little um, bit. You know, console specific, their tournaments or how are they doing that? They or... haven't given me the full details yet. I just got the acceptance that I'm in today. And they said the further details on each individual tournament will come out later. Um, I believe Fortnite will be cross. I think it's only console. I don't think PC is included in this because they ask sure. like what consoles you have, and I know that you can set up Fortnite like private tournaments. Yeah, like if you're if you're authorized to do so, um, which clearly they're going to be where you're dropped in a lobby with only other people. Wonder do competing. they only accept like the first X number of applicants, and that's how they get in, or how do they? Do I have that? no idea. They asked. They asked if we had a Twitch channel. They asked, you know, if you do things in the gaming industry. So I gave all the info I had so for PSG. How, how did so. you How did you find out about this again? It was a Facebook ad at first, and then I was like. <laughs> This can't be real. And I clicked on I'm like, holy crap, this is real. I was like, so I looked at my wife. I was like, 
should I try and compete in Fortnite? It's like, I know I'm not competing with like Ninja or something like this, but like, this is dad's. This is my wheelhouse right now. I was like, it could be done. Like my, my daughter's friends all think it's amazing that their dad plays Fortnite and that he's actually good at it. So like, maybe every I can do something you, with this. Every time you release one of those highlight videos, they're like sharing it. On yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Wait, wait, I'm this a, is your dad. It does those bad jokes on TikTok. You're like, yes, yeah, that's him. That's me. That's me. Um, so yeah, that's coming up. So that, that'll be fun wow. to see what happens with that. But um, maybe yeah, you can be the two-time back-to-back dad gaming Fortnite champion. It's true. Fortnite. I got. I, and looking at the games, I I'm okay. You know, you got Fortnite. You got Mario Kart. Good at both of those. Oof, I um, want to know how you do a Mario Kart tournament. That just sounds like chaos chaos um rocket league i'll have to practice on that one i've only played rocket league a few Mm. times i'm not a fan but i want to try and give it a go um apex i just need to get back in the groove with that i've i have experience there um smash i may need you to coach me if i if i even compete in this one i'm not sure if i'm doing because i have to rebuy the game i don't have it anymore i traded it because i'm like i I don't play it (laughs) the only Um, rule is that we never let our kids win i love it yeah and then there's a there's a bonus tournament the last week of the year that's to be determined. They haven't said what the game is. So yeah, we'll see. Hmm. We'll see. I could win I mean, some peanuts. I do like, how do they, like uh, how do they know you're a dad? Like, is that good? You know, you have to make a I sperm get, donation. You have, to, I'm saying, you have to submit up like a paternity test or what's going on? No, no, you're going to, you're going to donate sperm and they're going to verify that you're a dad by impregnating somebody with said they're sperm. Make you a dad, huh? Yeah. So okay. if you're not, they're going to do it just to be sure and see if they say, well, everyone here is dead. Okay. Yeah. That's something I'm kind of bummed about. I was like, what if, what if they just like a dad signs up and he lets like his son plays who his son doesn't work and just does Fortnite all day. I'm like that would, that would suck. Like if Ninja's dad signed up and just handed the controller to Ninja, yeah. that would suck. I mean, like, none of the smash players can be dads because they're busy praying on the kids. No, they can't be dads. They're busy going after the children. Often, it's true. You know, um, well, I better not go into details. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, messages. Closed. It's not safe. Can't go there. Yeah. Safe space. Safe space. Um, message for you, sir. Messages. First one, Kaiju. Oh yeah, this is fun. This is fun, Jason. So you need to choose a cookie. That matches the vibes and flavor of 2020 games thus far. So, for example, I'll go first. Ghost of Tsushima. I'm going to go racist and say fortune cookie. (laughs) (laughs) No. How do I I even? No, no, I'm I'm just joking. I mean, Um, if if we were going just off 2020, I would just say that the answer is garbage. It's not a cookie. It's just garbage. Well, yes, the year. But we're talking about the games games that came out this year. Yes, Mm. yes. Um, So the real answer, though, for Ghost of Tsushima that I did think about was a macaroon. And the reason for that is because some of the color combinations and the beauty that Ghost of Tsushima has can be enveloped in in a macaroon. When you see one done really well, like they look incredible. So I, I, I thought of that was the first thing that came to my head there. Flavor, I mean, you can do one in any flavor, so it doesn't really matter for that. You could do like a ginger flavored one if you wanted to get to like with the Japanese influence. Um, but just a macaroon in general is just it has that delicate beauty that I think that sure. game represents. It has to be something from like the great British baking championship or yes, from like right. something off Food Network because that's all I, all I know about Ghost of Tsushima is people take pictures in it. They're samurai and people take pictures of the game. That's about all I know. Okay. Um, Last of Us Two. <laughs> this this hmm. is a bad one. So I I'm Dark, gonna go depressing. Hmm. And it's gonna kill you. So it's got to be high in cholesterol. Um, hmm. 
So my pick for this one is Thin Mints. And the reason is, like you said, the darkness. So it's always like that dark chocolate. But Ooh. the reason I picked it more so than the actual aesthetic, this is probably more the flavor of the game, is people either love them or they absolutely Ooh. hate them. Ooh. And that, I think, encompasses The Last of Us 2 to a T this year. What would be a cookie that, like, it's got to be, like, red velvet on the inside. So it's got to be dark chocolate because it's dark, but then it's red velvet because when you cut people mm. open, it's bloody. So it's, like, red. On, we're all red on the inside. Yeah, you could have jelly filled, like, a raspberry yeah, there, yeah, cookie. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Animal Crossing. Uh, that's, I got, I'm going to go with a Samoa because it's like, it's got that, Ooh, you got the coconut and like, the, you know, it's like the Island getaway. That's, that's great. I didn't even think of that one. First thing came to my mind, sugar cookie, because you could just dye those things any color. So it got that bright, vibrant colors that mm. Animal Crossing kind of has. Mm. And it's just like, it's simple and it's easy, which is what Animal Crossing is all about. Like anybody can play Animal Crossing. If you, if you have thumbs and you can move things, if your Joy-Cons actually work, um, you can play Animal Crossing. So I think, that's I think true. that makes that's it easy. True. Doom Eternal. Hmm. So this this one I couldn't think of an actual cookie. It's got to be like spicy and horrible. It's spicy um, and with like bacon on it. Ooh, like a, well, ooh. I guess a donut's on a cookie, so I can't go there. But I've had cookies before that have had like bacon bits and yeah. bacon bit, like bits of bacon and some candy maple bacon. You can do like and then candy bacon and yeah. like some and some hot sauce on there. Get that the works. Hell. So like G Fuel actually made made a Doom Eternal flavor, and and I bought it. And it's called Demonade. So Ooh. lemonade, but demon. And much like Little Town Hero, it sucks. Um, <laughs> because it's basically lemonade with cayenne pepper. Oh, God. Which, if you have small sips and a very small amount of G Fuel, it's actually not bad. But if you're like, I'm going to take a swig of this, it would make me cough like instantly because it's just like, <laughs> it's like swallowing cayenne pepper. That's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, my God. But the sweet and and spicy worked a little bit somehow. It just seemed to be like the balance was just off a little bit. So I think you're in the right thing saying have some spicy, have the bacon in there. If it's like yeah. candy bacon, maple syrup or something like that, that's sweet and spicy. So that makes sense to me. Um, and, then, and then he put pick a wild card game. So, so I chose Rogue Company since we both have experience. So what would you God, put? Jason and Kevin only talk about this game. They, it's true. It's only talk about. It's true. So what would you say would be the Rogue Company mm. cookie? We'd have to have like had to be a, a grab bag type approach. We'd mm. have to have multiple different types of cookie and one easy to obtain vessel. So like a magic bar where they kind of throw everything Ooh, in there where you have some yeah. like caramel pieces, maybe some yeah. M&Ms mixed or, in there. Uh, or, oh, that's a candy. They can't do that. It's like a thing. I'm like, oh, like a take five where you had all the things inside the candy. I mean, bar. that's essentially what a magic bar is. I oh, mean, okay, that, that works. Okay. That works. Yeah, so okay. magic bar. There you go, Kaiju. Thank you. That's a that's a little fun one we had to we had to think a little about. Um, speaking of Takeda, he says with Jason going on vacay next week or this week if you're listening to the show, uh, assuming it's a COVID less world, where would your dream vacation destination be? So I'm I'm gonna go one step farther, Jason. I'm gonna say not just COVID free. Let's say money is not a concern because oh. that's a big factor for people like you and I. We're like we're going on vacation. Where can we go? Two towns over. All right, let's go. <laughs> Going um, to the in-laws. Great. Exactly. Great. Like I go to the beach house every weekend. That's my <laughs> vacation. Um, so, yeah, where would you go if you could just do do it you know, up right now? There's a lot of places like we like we want to go like you know i i want to go to like see i want to go to the pacific northwest at some point mm. or you know we want to go to ireland or we want to go i think it'd be cool to go to like sweden or iceland or something like that but i don't think those are like dream destinations those are like great vacations we want to go on but i yeah. still think it like just because it would be 
like revisiting some place we've already been, but like you went the first time and you want to try to do all the th- these things. And then you're like going back, you want to just do the complete opposite and just be able to en- just envelop yourself in the experience. And I think we would go, I think I, I would, it would be going to Hawaii again. Yeah. That's where I went on our honeymoon. And we were, you know, we were there for eight, days i can't remember we're there for like a week and a half and you know we're on a couple different islands but you know we definitely know which island we like the best and it would just be able to go there and not do anything yeah. you know just to completely shut off and relax and it, it, dream vacation to me has to be someplace tropical it has to be someplace warm it can't be you know someplace that doesn't have those qualities so it definitely has to check those boxes and there's something like so nice about you know you're getting up but you're seven out. What was it? Five hours different than the rest of the world. So yeah, um, you're you're in the you're like eating lunch and Monday night football. Is on Island TV. time, man. Yeah, Island yeah, time, baby. Yeah, man. I mean, have a cheeseburger in paradise and grab a couple of my ties. I mean, just great. Uh, I think that would definitely um, that would do it for me. Yeah, I mean that's that's good. Would you take the boy? I mean, if it's dream vacation, no. Okay, just just <laughs> want to clarify that. I just want, I had to put that I mean, out there. If we're, honestly, I, to get to hit that dream, and just just a weekend without him right now would would yeah. Twenty twenty, man. I mean, I'm 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 with you. It's it's a weird thing. Like we keep trying. Um, you know, some my kids aren't in school right now, obviously, and they're into, there's plans now is middle of September before they even go back, even distance learning. So we keep trying to say like. Hey, you guys don't need to come back home with us on on Sunday night. You can stay at the beach house with Nan and Papa. They they don't mind. And my oldest did once for like three days, but the other kids keep coming home, and it's like, give us like a week. Like I still have to work. My wife still has to work too. You know, babysitting. So it's like even just not having to worry about the kids at the end of the day, right? Would be nice. You know, you know, it's depressing. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, but so so for me, I, I mean, my go to vacations weird. I don't relax well. I never have. Um, so like when I think of like, oh, my best vacations have all been Disney related and, but I hate to use that as my dream vacation. So I'm not, I'm not going to, but that like, if I could just pick something, it'd be like Disney and not have to worry about money. I think would be amazing. I'd stay at like the animal kingdom lodge, like lines and do all the things. Yep. It'd be great. But I think ironically enough, a couple of years ago, my wife and I got a, um, we got a cruise for free. And it was only like a three-day cruise or something, a four-day cruise. I think I think it was three-day. Um, but we, we flew down the day before to stay in Florida for you know the day before. Um, and I couldn't relax mm. doing that. Like my wife and I didn't know what to do without kids. And just because it's been, I mean, I have a so 16-year-old. Long. It's been so long. I don't know what to do without kids. So we had a hard time relaxing. If I could go back and do it again. I think we both be able to just relax and enjoy it more. Just and obviously, and just, <sighs> exactly. Like, like I played, I read a book on the, on the cruise last time and I beat super, I played and beat to completion Mario Odyssey uh, during that, that time period. So like, I still was able to unwind a little bit, but there's a large part of the day. We're like, all right, what do we do? And it's like, we never could just be like, we don't have to do anything. You, like you we want could to just go get some more chicken nuggets from the buffet. Yes. Like stuff like that. It's like, that's what I want. I want to be able to just go and eat what I want. I want some cool entertainment on the boat, you know, different things going on there and just be able to kick back and relax. And I'm not the person to go sit on a beach. So I'm fine yeah. sitting on the boat. Like if you want me to go sit on a deck, that's fine. I don't want to sit in the top deck because I'm a ginger and I, I right, melt in the fry. sunlight. But if I sit on any one of the other balconies, you got the breeze going. I have the cover from the sun. I, I'm fine with sitting by the water and just watching the water. Like, yeah. I enjoy that. I just don't like being on the beach. Right. I don't know if I can go on a cruise ever again. Yeah. After everything that's happened in the past couple of years. That's like, just, really true. I don't think I could have any desire to ever go on a cruise ship ever again. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like, COVID 
it's the other thing now but yeah you're right like like we've been beneficial we haven't had to worry about it. but if i if i could be guaranteed nothing's gonna weird happen or go wrong or be stranded somewhere that's what i want to do um so thank you takeda josh comes in with the next one prime question you are a transformer i don't know why he's demanding we're a transformer but he did which one are you and why so to give you some time to think um for me it's Soundwave. Number one, Decepticon, because I often, yeah, I often have to play the bad guy. Um, but secondly, he's the coolest Decepticon because he's got the little tape deck, which kids nowadays yeah. don't even know what a tape is. But was it a pterodactyl and a, like a jaguar? Was that what yeah, he had like a panther. There was a, there was a falcon. There was a pterodactyl. And that's the thing is like you didn't know what was going to come out. And I feel like that's my persona where you may think I have a certain opinion on something, but then when it comes out, it might be totally different than what you expected me to go on, like to side up with things. So I feel like that's what it is. It's just, I'm full of surprises, but ultimately I need to play the bad guy role most of the time. So Soundwave for me. Soundwave. You mm. want to be um, Starscream and just have the best voice and then all of. I mean, it is the best voice, on. but I couldn't. I couldn't imagine wanting to be foiled by Donnie in every turn and have Donnie be like, I'm disappointed in you. You've disappointed me for the last time. Things of that nature. I, I can't deal with that. I don't do well with that. And I feel like Soundwave is like, he's still the bad guy. He's probably like third in command, I would say. Like, he's he's a prominent Decepticon. Yeah. But you never hear Megatron going after Soundwave. It's always Starscream. I don't want that. Dude, I, I, I'm going to take the cheap route. I'm going hot rod because he, nice. he, he had a freaking hot rod and he got to inherit the freaking the Allspark. And became uh, Rod, what, Rodimus Prime, right? Rodimus Prime. Uh, yep. So, I mean, and you have that sweet 80s metal soundtrack to go with I mean, your movie. If, you, if you're if once you're done, like crying over the fact that they kill Optimus Prime in that movie, yeah. <laughs> then you're like, oh, there you go. Do the soundtrack sure. to that. You've got the touch. Oh, dude, it's so good. You've got the power. So good. Yeah. So when I worked for Nielsen back in the day, the TV ratings company, we'd install mm. like the equipment to monitor what people are watching. The the weird trick was, at least then, I don't know if it's different now, was it actually wasn't like recording what you were watching to know. It actually was reading the sound identifiers. So, like every media you absorb, whether it's streaming, whether you're watching it live, whether it's a, a DVD, there's code embedded in the actual audio frequencies to identify this ah. is whatever. So we had to have... Um, test product for us to play to make sure when we installed the equipment that it was working properly my test disc was transformers the movie because of the music coming on it's like i'd play every time like that would come on the music would come kick off the beginning um and the dvd extras allowed me to select what song i wanted to i wanted to play and i would do it all the time that was my go-to so i'm pretty sure that disc is somewhere behind me oh i'm sure it is there and season one of the show is over there too. I had I got rid of it recently because I've kind of trying to get rid of all physical media. Yeah. I had the entire series on DVD. Don't they have, uh, like a new one on Netflix right now? There's like a new Transformers. They do, thing. and I have not watched it. And I sh- I really should, but I don't I don't watch anything that, new. That thing I only I watch discovered, old stuff. I don't remember what channel is even on, but there's a new there was like a streaming Transformers thing that was really cool, but I don't remember what the heck it was. I mean Transformers is not check. It's been so weird, you know. You, you go through the original series, and then Beast Wars was cool. I really Beast Wars was pretty cool, and kind of like in that same era of like reboot, where you're kind of really pushing early, you know, 3D animation. Yeah, at least on television. Oh um, yeah, I remember that. that was oh, I remember Saturday morning cartoon material. Right after there. that, it, it kind of I don't know, it got kind of weird, and then went a bunch of weird places. But so it's the one you're talking about is Transformers: um, War for Cybertron Siege which came out on July 30th. Uh, it is a siege is part one of a three part story in each of these three, uh, at least this first part of the three part story is consists of six 
22 minute mm. episodes wow. as the first part. Um, part two will be called Earthrise, and third part name is yet to be revealed. So they're basically if making as, a giant movie. Like if it can be as good as Voltron is oh. on Netflix, which is one thing I keep needing to get back to. But I've I've enjoyed what I've watched on that. So if it could be anywhere close to that, I think you're ripe for success. I, I think so too. I mean this this is this seems good. I need to watch this. Graphics are so great on it. Um, so yeah, Transformers, awesome. Thanks, Josh. Yes, thanks, Josh. Um, last question comes from Donnie himself, aka Eat the Hype, Rip playing Nintendo. I tweaked a little bit because he just included me and Lucas, which I don't think is right. So instead, Jason, you, me, and Lucas are all going to a barcade together. What's the name? What's available to be played? And what's on the menu? Okay, well, I, I know what's going to be available to be played. Smash TV. I mean, that's yes. <laughs> That's the obvious choice, right? <laughs> uh, Donnie doesn't know what that is, though. So, I mean, actually, though, you know, the most fun I've had in any barcades has been it's usually it's with light gun games. It's got to be some Ooh. sort of light, like those are always fun to play. But Lucas and I have a long history of playing um, the bar top Miss Pac Man. Oh, God. Yeah, like, that's, that's great. So much fun playing that. Old Styles and Bar Top Miss Pac Man. There's a bar here that it wasn't a barcade, but they had, you know, pinball and a few. Yeah. Um, few games and we played so much you know trying to see who can get the highest score who can last the longest that was always that was always the goal it was always a good time but i mean a bar game man there's so many options you got everything to play that's true i mean like for me i mean the name i have no idea let's, let's go with like champions club or the arena or something like that Ooh, you know yeah. we today on arena on g4 I'm yeah. Hawk. You might remember me from American Gladiators. <laughs> Today we're going to play SOCOM. Which have they even like? They were talking about that a lot, like that a couple was, weeks ago. G4 coming back, but nothing. Did, did anything happen? So was there an announcement? I don't even know. Not yet. There's like in the announcement that there's going to be an announcement. I think. Okay, one of those things. I don't. I don't think uh, Arena. I don't think was on G4. I think that was still on the Tech TV. It might have been. Maybe it was on G4. I can't remember. Um, I remember. I forgot how good um, Icons. Icons was so good. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about Icons. I saw somebody had a, a tweet. I think it was a Shellshock. Shellshock Prime had a mm-hmm. tweet about it. And I was like, oh, my God. I forgot all about Icons. Icons oh, yeah. was so good. Um, Light Gun Games is a great a great call there. But, like, so there's three of us there. And I don't Ooh. know of any three-player Light Gun Games. So what I'm saying. Turtles. Although, oh, yep. Turtles. Simpsons Arcade. X-Men. Yep. Those are the ones I want to play. What's on the menu? A ton of beer options, number one. Um, no, nothing some, else matters after that. I mean, nothing else matters, but let's throw in some good sliders and some good, mm. like, boneless wings. Well, aren't, you, aren't you guys, like, well, then you guys are going to open the barcade. I'm brewing the beer. You guys are making the menu. Oh. Done deal. So I don't want to brew the beer. I'll, I'll just, we'll just order it in from. We'll just, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll you, get guys just, you guys just build the menu. We'll just put you on the label. Justin, call me if you want something. I mean, Kevin, Kevin, call me if you want to. We'll have to open it in like South Dakota, though, if it's Justin. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. I'll move. I mean, There's we got Sturgis. We'll, we'll be really busy for one week out of the year. So, <laughs> um, so that's it for questions. Thank you, everybody. Uh, as always, you can tweet us at PSVG Kevin with your questions, or I will reach out to you if you're in our super awesome Discord that's hopping at all times. I will reach out to you. Uh, Neon Sonata. That's the name. Ooh, I like that. I like that. It's also um, but well, I mean, a Sonata is, and I guess if you have a neon Sonata, it's yeah, I mean, whatever. I wanted like you know, Resident Evil and something stupid. I don't know, it's dumb. <laughs> Just go with it. Fair enough. Um, well, Jason, it's been a week, so it's time for us, as always, to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard. 
And this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. First story we have to talk about is, and we, we've talked about it a little bit, is Dr. Disrespect is back, man. Full force. Last episode we recorded was on the day we thought Doc was coming back, and that's the day that stream went on forever. Stream for two days. It was, yeah, it was. We, you know, he went live, and we're like, it was breaking news as well, like when Lucas and I were recording. And it's funny because I saw the Instagram live was the first mm. snippet of that yeah. happening, and then other things happened on the line. I actually caught it like right when it happened. I'm like, holy crap! Um, and then he just did that all day, and it was kind of weird. But Doc is back; he's in full force. He, he, Kevin Alleyways is on. Uh, Spotify and I was it is to it today. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you should add that, uh, Lucas. Add that to the Flux to Pose playlist on Spotify. It needs to be there in his stream today. I right or in his the replay. I heard songs that have been in my list or that we. Oh, I believe I'm it. Pretty sure in the past, and I was like, oh, I know that song. Dude, he's he's so good with that. Um, but he he did eventually come out the following day after we recorded to a record breaking live consecutive or live at the same time viewership of anything on YouTube in history, beating out freaking Beyonce, man, like doc beat Beyonce in something that was advertised heavily. That was going to be happening for Beyonce's concert. And doc just did a 24 hour stream of nothing. And then kind of dropped in with his Twitter followers and, and advertising. His do, back. You, do you buy, do you think he's still really like that legitimately is like, he still has like no communication from Twitch. He still has no idea why he's banned or you think that there's still like something, some, something legal, something there that's, he just can't talk about it or it's like, not it's being disclosed. tough. Yeah. It's, it's tough to say, but let's go, let's go over his history. So last time he got in trouble was the whole cheating scandal. And he, you know, he took time off. Same thing that kind of happened with Twitch. Although obviously it was a different circumstance. He wasn't banned from Twitch for what happened, you know, before. But he came back out of character and was completely open and honest with his thing. Like no wig, no, you know, his mustache was what it normally is and not, you know, what what he does, you know, for the doc character. And he addressed it openly. And I feel like the way he addressed it on his first stream back, which he did eventually talk about it, I kind of feel like, it's true and it's still bizarre, but you look at when Twitch bans people, they never say really why other than violation of our terms of, of service. And I think the reason doc won't try to elaborate or guess, you know, he says he doesn't know of anything he did. And I, I kind of believe that, but that doesn't mean he didn't do something. It's just to his mm-hmm. knowledge. I don't know what the heck it could be. Maybe it was talk. Maybe it was talking to road company about doing a map for them. Like who knows? It may be something simple as that, where you can't work with game developers without disclosing like it or something. Their, yeah. Some right. breach of their contract or right. something. So, I mean, I have no idea. We don't know. So the terms of service of Twitch, you can look up, but we have no idea the terms of his contract with Twitch. We got to remember Twitch was paying him, you know, they're not, you know, the number really has been disclosed, but he was exclusive to them. So I'm sure he had different stipulations than just, you know, the normal terms of service. Sure. So I think it might be something like that. And I think the reason he won't talk about it is because he's definitely suing them. Like I fully believe that that whole thing is a hundred percent true. If he was getting paid potentially millions of dollars, not ninja level, not shroud level on mixer, but I, I guarantee it was at least a million dollars that he's going to sue because if they're not even telling him why, how do you do that? Like, I can't imagine, like just imagine you walking into the office tomorrow and you're fired and they don't tell you why, like they have to tell you, <laughs> like they can't just send you away. And I feel like Twitch probably thinks they're bigger. They're bigger than that and can just do it without anybody questioning. But this isn't a normal. We just banned you from using Twitch. Like we've now violated your contract potentially. Right. 
so he may be looking for just his money that they promised him or of the cases. I don't know, but it's, it's a weird story, but he's back. He's in full force and he's already making fun of everybody else playing that, that wrestler role we talked about. So he went after his buddy shroud, um, yeah. which that, that's the thing to remember is shroud is friends with him. They have played games so often in the past. They played PUBG together. All the time. They competed together uh, in tournaments in PUBG and duels and stuff like that. So they're good friends. Yeah. Um, and it's like a, it's like this rivalry that they play up. Yeah, in front of the camera too. Yes, he does the same thing with Tim the Tapman. They're friends there too. Um, but Shroud was, uh, you know, I don't want to say victim, but uh, he had his exclusive contract with Mixer, much like Ninja did. And when Mixer went under, he was allowed to take his money and he was allowed to say, you can either sign with Facebook Gaming or you can go where you want. Shroud took his paycheck and, and he walked away, which is fine. But he just made his debut back on Twitch since this happened. Uh, pulled in 500,000 viewers also on Twitch as well. Um, and Doc kind of posted an announcement uh, of himself on Shroud's Twitter. Um, basically, with uh, Shroud coming back, Shroud, Shroud teased his return with just some gifts saying, you know, coming back home, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So Doc took it upon himself to impersonate Shroud with his voice that he does numerous times, uh, singing alleyways, of all things. <laughs> um, and, you know, he goes, you know, how'd I do, Doctor? And Doc's like, you did good, Shroud. And Shroud then says you're effing lying to me you're still jealous of me which that's the big thing they sit there and say is doc often plays yeah. up how shroud's a, b- a billionaire and doc is struggling post, to do things you just got to post three gifts and you made millions exactly and that's the same thing and, and doc is like well i mean we're trying to do a lot of stuff here too shroud um so yeah doc just poking fun and, and trying to draw up that rivalry where i'm sure they're going to uh end up playing something together probably pretty soon as long although i don't know maybe maybe I don't know because Shroud won't have a contract or Twitch, but I wonder if somebody does if they're like banned from playing with Doc because of what happened. Like if that would be a violation of terms of service. I don't right. know. Right. I just saw a headline I think earlier today. It was at uh, Ewok. Isn't that? Isn't mm-hmm. it? He's coming back to Twitch. Okay. After after the he mixer. went to Mixer too. I don't think yeah. he was. I don't know if he had an exclusive contract, but he was. He did move exclusively to Mixer. Yeah. But yeah, I mean Shroud. Shroud is big. He's the third most followed streamer on Twitch. Even though he he wasn't on the platform in over a year, he was on Mixer, so he came right back. It's the number three slot. Um, and Shroud is really really good. Like he is super talented, great Fortnite player, probably the best one. Um, well, I've seen better than Ninja. Yes, better than Ninja. Better than Tyler Blevins? I don't believe it. Hmm. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Shroud will play with women though, so that gives. Oh. Um, but yeah, so Doc is back, and I'm excited. And I love seeing, like we alluded to earlier, the clips and the highlight reels. It's just a lot of fun to see. But yeah. So what do you have, Jason, for new stuff to bring to the table tonight? Let's go, Kevin. Let's shake things up a little bit. Let's talk some auto lace technology because I know people around PSVG are big under kicks, and they got to mm. you got to look fresh. You know, you got to be yeet. All those other kids with their pumped up yes. kicks. So ever since Back to the Future, you know, we've been trying to get here. Nike's been working on this, and apparently they've got a new, the latest in their auto lacing basketball shoe. Is it a gimmick, or is it a game changer? Game changer. It's called the uh, Nike Adapt BB 2.0. Lowest price, uh, $286. I think okay. you can get a pair. So um, not, uh, you know, not a great, great price, but I haven't really paid attention to auto lace technology and how this all works, but... Um, Apparently, you know, it was the, the original Adapt came out uh, just about over a year ago. Uh, and ever since, again, Back to the Future 2, people have been trying to make this thing a reality. And there was tech created in the original, um, the mid-2000s, well, 2010s, um, that kind of helped kind of pull this off. But I think that shoe came, cost like $700. 
So right. I mean, that's yeah. not really possible. So Nike came up with the Adapt BB, which is a basketball shoe that's laced through an app via Bluetooth. Huh. And it, char- it has a wireless touchpad that you charge it. It was $350 retail. And, you know, it is what it is. But I think that they're working on this texture. And it's interesting when you look at the shoe, too. You see that there's that plus and the minus down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the, the the side of the, the sole there. I don't, you know, I'm interested if that, um, what that adjusts. Like, I have no, it's just, I have no idea, like, how this all works. And I look into these images they're crazy. Like, look at that red pair. It's I like know. A, it's like a Ferrari for your feet. It's all it this. Edges the one below and... with the light up heels. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I totally can see people in my office wearing those things. But I mean, it's just, it's crazy to me that, you know, this is what we've been striving to get to our auto lacing sneakers. But now we got, you got shoes. We got to connect it to your phone and Bluetooth and to like lace up your kicks. I don't, I don't That's know. what I don't get. Like, this is super cool. But it even says, like, hey, you know, is, is this a game changer? And you're right. Like, as you, play a sport like your foot is going to you know do different things it's going to swell from the heat mm-hmm. of the running or the pounding of you running back and forth they're going to do things to yeah. your feet so like you want to be able to adjust it easier yeah. than I mean, untying your shoes right right they're looking at like athletes too to be able to adjust yes. you know the, the tightness of the fit why i'm based on movement swelling you know and like that to adapt and help you know that but like there's some of these man there's like these these lifestyle these other these other um models are like over 400 dollars, right because they're but, like and it's just like the crazy thing too is like so even if you're like a pro athlete and you're like hey this sounds like something i could really benefit from i mean maybe i'm wrong but do do players take their cell phones to the benches with them and can adjust on the fly like i don't like is lebron going to sit out a couple minutes or you know to go sit on the bench and pull out his phone and adjust his you know no his his personal assistant's going to be behind him on the bench and just going to now what if somebody hacks and actually tightens his shoes and messes them up like is that is that a new gameplay thing do we find out like it's it's a controversy because you know the chicago bulls are hacking everyone's shoes and making them super tight or super loose break an ankle right here's what i don't get to it's like how much like i don't i don't even know how much you know dev can probably tell us your coach like how much like one of those limited edition runs of jordan's cost like when they do i mean it's it's up there yeah i mean like i getting so many so many you know it's honestly at the 250, 275 to me, like, yeah, I mean, I would never spend that much on a shoe, but knowing that how much like the sneakerheads love and they'll jump into to exclusive designs and stuff like that, I feel like all of those like start at like 200. So I feel yeah. like it's not, it's not that much more to now have yeah. actual technology, not just be like, well, here's a custom color combination and different heel sure. or sole than this previous version of Jordan's or LeBron's right. or whatever. Like, Hmm. So you got the Adapt BB is the one we talked about, but they also have the Nike Harache, Harak, I don't know, and then hmm. the Nike Automax. So those are the more yeah. uh, expensive uh, versions that we talked about. But look at it, like look at this one, Nike Automax Infrared. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know what we're even like I, shoe culture, man. I have no idea. But what's wrong was... with my Reebok Shack shoes that had the pumps? <laughs> Dude, I had some pumps. Dude, I had pumps. Pumps were awesome. They were. I mean. These things are crazy. Good. Like those that that um, the Automax, like they just look so like the heel. Even it's just so chunky. Yeah, it seems weird. Like, it's yeah, just... I don't know how you play basketball and that's me. Like, it looks like the looks like the foot of a transformer. To go back and talk about the transformers Dude, you, again, you put them on, you walk like five feet outside, and then you t- take them back off when you get in your car or something. When you get in your 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 Uber, because you you can't let anything get on them, and it's all about that street cred, bro. I don't know. Now, if you wear them, especially the red ones. 
does it improve your momentum, violence, and speed? Yes. Okay. Yes, it will. Just checking. But just only in that checking. only in that order. Because of course. That's, that's the order of, of importance. If you go yes. the other way, it just doesn't work. No, it's not. It's not the same. Not the same at all. Um, so the other big news that dropped actually, like you know, not that long before we started recording, is this whole Epic versus Apple. I, um, I haven't I haven't been tuned in since like four thirty, yeah. so I don't know where this has gone since then. There might be more developing that I still don't know about. Okay, so yeah, there, there's there's some things evolving here. So let's let's roll back to what's not in this article, and this is where this all started. Um, Epic decided today to take a stance against um, other marketplaces. Um, specifically in the mobile realm. So when you purchase, you know, your V bucks for your kids or to buy your battle pass, whatever on Fortnite, Epic of course makes money and a percentage always goes to whoever the platform is. It owns it. So if you buy V bucks on Nintendo switch, you know, Nintendo gets a portion of that. Sony gets a portion of PlayStation, Microsoft gets a portion of Xbox. That's fine. Um, apparently the percentage on Google and Apple was 30% where I think the other ones get 10%, to be honest. I think it's somewhere between 10 and 15, maybe okay. 20. But either way, Epic decided today, of all reasons, I don't really know why, to take a stance. And what they did was they decided they were going to do a discounted price on all V-Bucks, which they called it a discount, but yet it's a permanent price change from what they're right. saying, where you know typically a 1,000 V-Bucks would cost you 10 bucks. Now it's going to cost you 8 bucks. If and you that buy was directly from them. Correct. So they made that stance there and Apple. And then in, even in their, in their marketing, when they rolled that out, they even threw shade at Apple yep. in that stance. They're like, I can't remember the exact verbatim quote, but they just threw a little shade at Apple's way when the, about what Apple does, does and what it, the cut it takes. Yep. And the best part is, is in game, if you pull up on your plane on your iPhone, you go to buy V-Bucks. It actually has the option. I'm going to buy a thousand V bucks, Jason. I can choose to buy it from Epic directly at eight dollars, or I can buy it from Apple for ten dollars. <laughs> it is insanity. But they took this stance, um, and Apple flipped the f out, and then banned and kicked off Fortnite from all Apple devices. So not playing on your that iPad, you can't play on your phone. Of the App Store terms of service. That's blah, blah, what they blah. say because they because they control it, and I I, I get it that. To me, that makes sense. But you're playing with something that makes a ton of money that even if you were to say, hey, we're going to take a smaller cut, you're still making money that, let's be honest, Apple, you're not doing anything for this. You're you're distributing an app that's free, by the way, mm-hmm. and making money on purchases through it when you're not doing anything. You're not hosting the game. You're not updating the game. Like They have zero responsibility. Yeah. It's basically a, a tax that they're taking away from Apple, sure. who does it's- the work. And it's been under a lot of scrutiny because Apple has such a huge market presence in that in their app store. And it's like, really, is this 30% really needed anymore when they have so many apps and so many developers using their platform? Right. So Apple kicked them off. I mean, clearly this is where it stops, right? Epic's like, oh, whatever. They're yeah. going to walk away, right? They're not going yeah. to like try to do anything, are they? Or they take their Apple commercial from back in the day in 1985 How and remake it. How did they have this ready Dude. that quickly? I'll just say it this way: that team is ready at all times, man. Like they're they're doing updates and changes every week, sometimes twice a week. If there's an issue, they have those assets to do those videos because they do them all the time. Um, different video, like in game, they'll do different cutscene, like little videos. They did one for Shark Week for crying out loud. Like they do them all the time. So I think they have those assets ready for the most part. Um, they're probably voiced by employees and whatnot that did it. But dude, they mocked the app, the infamous, famous Apple commercial. 
1985 where it's all black and white and people are being indoctrinated and that one person comes down and throws a sledgehammer at the screen breaking yep. the spell over everyone but what it is in this time it's apple which was play, portrayed by a literal apple on screen kind of mesmerizing everybody else it was all different fortnite characters sitting in black and white and one fortnite character comes down with the unicorn pickaxe and throws it and smashes the screen to hashtag free fortnite free fortnite dude insane so then you think well epic well played that's it now jason right it's over yeah they're done they got their shots in they're gonna wait for apple to back down and or or you can sue apple um because that's what epic is doing I mean, that first line in the lawsuit, too, that says it all. Apple's become what it once rallied against, the behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition, and stifle innovation. Apple's bigger, more powerful, more entrenched, and more pernicious. Yep. Sure. Than the monopolists of yesteryear. At a market cap of nearly $2 trillion, Apple's size and reach far exceeds that of any technology monopolist in history. Yep. They're, they're taking it, like, legit. So it's... Epic had to have, and this might be why the video was ready. They must have premeditated Apple's reaction. Yeah. And were ready to go because they, you can't drop a lawsuit that quick either. Up, right. Or they're just fed up with Apple for a while. And regardless of what was going to happen, they were ready to just. Do That's this. true. They might have done this anyway, whether or not they got kicked out of the store, they might have still put their foot down. Um, since then, apparently, uh, Google has also kicked them off. Now, no word yet if, if Epic is going to be suing Google as well. I imagine they will. Um, and people were like, man, this is crazy. These are two behemoths. Like, yeah, yeah. Imagine like Fortnite is making so much money. It's insane. I mean, is Fortnite still like the, I don't, I don't know anything about figures, but is Fortnite still like one of the most largely consumed free to play games? I mean, yes. is that like the, yep. the, the, in terms of monetary, but out in terms of player numbers as well? Uh, player numbers have dipped down, but I think due to the whole uh, quarantine, it's actually going back sure. up again. I mean, it's on everything, right? There, you yep. can play it on everything. I mean, I've, been at the library and kids have been playing it on the library's crappy computers. I mean, and it has cross progression and cross play. Um, so it has a lot of stuff there, but yeah, it's like, if you play Fortnite, I don't, I don't know anybody that still plays Fortnite that doesn't at least buy the battle pass every, every season or whatever. Like, cause it's, you get, you throw 10 bucks and you have content and unlockables for like three or four or five months, depending how long the season goes for. So sure. it's like, it's worth it. Like, I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna bring him up again, but Donnie mm-hmm. even mentioned that his son hasn't even played Fortnite in months, and he came in today. He's like, "Dad, I need money for V Bucks. Yep. I need the new pass because because YouTube, someone, an influencer on YouTube was like, "There's this is going on. There's a discount. And he wanted, you know." Oh yeah, I mean it, the the Avengers beta. If you if you complete the beta, you unlock um, Fortnite special pickaxes. You actually get the Hulkbuster hands or the Hulk hands. Actually, uses your pickaxes in game. So like they're doing cross promotion with other companies and everything now. Like it's. It's still a thing. I mean, I feel like this is just, I think, I feel like Apple, I mean, the cult of Mac is a real thing. Yes. You know, people are going to sure. violently like defend Apple and be support Apple all the time, all the way. But I feel like these are two, we've had two major, I would, what I consider to be major PR strikes against them in the same week between yep. what's, what's happened with, with Microsoft and xCloud and that uh-huh. not being able to, to be on Apple devices. And now, this whole Fortnite debacle, which is interesting now that Google has pulled them from the store too, because that's your yeah. two only, you know, two market. Big, yeah, that's that's the market. I, I, I mean, th- I think the way they look at it is like, yeah, you're right that these two control Google and Apple control how your app is distributed. Because that's the thing too is, yes, you can install apps from other locations, but you have to do special things to make that happen. So that's not always necessarily an easy access point for people. Like mm-hmm. Google, it's easier than Apple because you can just download an APK and run it. Um, right. 
But ultimately, I think what Epic is is considering is like, okay, there sure there are people that play mobile, absolutely. But I think if you're playing on mobile, odds are you're also playing somewhere else, and you could still buy that currency, and they're still going to make their money, but they're going to force people essentially to buy it from a market that they're making more money. And the thing with Epic that people have forgotten, so like they're really taking a Robin Hood approach to this. They've said, I need to find the section in the lawsuit. They're not even looking for monitor monetary um, relief. I mean, they're not looking for monetary uh, value for Apple for, like by counter swing. They're not saying like, hey, we want you know our money back that you should owe us for having a less amount. They just want the rule changed, which, if you recall, is very similar to the pressure they tried putting on people with Steam saying that they wanted it to be a fair place where people could put their games out there and the developers make more money than what they were being taxed at. Because they said that was Epic's big criticism was that Epic gives developers a bigger cut of the sales of the games on their Epic store versus what Steam was. And I remember that Epic had pledged, we're going to keep giving away free games, we're going to keep giving away uh, more money, we're going to keep having exclusives to the Epic store until Steam changes its... Mentality, I mean, and I think they're doing the same thing here. The longest time you've had these big players in this space that had no competition. Like Steam was the only yep. distribution model on PC forever. There was nobody mm-hmm. else doing digital distribution. I mean, um, Origin kind of showed up, and then you know Blizzard, but they're only dealing with their own libraries and not trying to be this be all thing. And um, I I hate having all these launchers, but I mean the Epic one is. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to go wrong with that. Right, and that, that's 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 the brilliant thing behind uh, it. And so now we're wondering, like real companies through the uh, epic culture. So, uh, you? but yeah, it's it's true. It's like they're they're doing a noble thing, I think, to try and make a, a better free marketplace for people and and support the people who are actually making the game and doing the work. And like, yes, you're not distributing it, but you shouldn't be making that much money from just sending a file yeah. out there. You're, you're you're not doing yeah. anything. Um, so like, I get it. Mean, there's a positive spin to the way Apple does things too, because it can it does. It is like a gatekeeper and does control. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have all these different apps asking for all your credit cards. It's like yes. they are like they control that all. So it's not like you know that's more secure. There's less risk. But at the same time, too, it's like some of your policies I think need to be reevaluated a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think we can. There got to be some way to flex a little bit here and there. I don't know. Flex with flex. Mm-hmm. The um, I mean, it's just it's a, it's a matchup where two companies have a lot of disposable income and they could drag this out for a long time. So it's going to be interesting to see where this goes or to see if any other developers jump and support Epic in the hashtag free Fortnite. Like are other people going to step forward saying, you know what? It's not fair. You know, I don't, I don't know, but I think Epic's probably the, it's gotta be the biggest one. I, do I don't know. A, do they have a free Fortnite themed battle pass yet? Cause that'll probably sell like crazy once they do. I bet I bet there will be some sort of cosmetic that comes out. I can almost guarantee if this if this isn't dropped by next week, they'll do something to put it out there. There'll be like an icon or a banner or a t-shirt you can put on a character, like a special skin for free Fortnite. They'll do something. I bet you they make the Apple character a character. Oh god. No, they'll put <laughs> I, him in I bet a villain or something that you gotta yeah. fight or shoot. Yep. You get you get a special perk if you if you beat the Apple villain. Like they'll they'll definitely do something because that they're all about breaking that meta and and you know, fourth wall, Deadpool esque, which I mean, the hell they had Deadpool. Um, so they're they're all about this. So I just find it interesting, and we'll we'll see where it goes. But um, people wanted to uh, us to address it here because Nintendo Shack openly said they're not going to bring it up. So they left it to us, Jason. <sighs> they left it to you. You're the Fortnite guy. I just, I just, I, I'm just here. <laughs> just for color commentary. Well, since you're just here, Jason, do you have some other news for us tonight? I mean, you want more news? I, I do. Think- 
I mean, let's. I think this one's too good to pass up. Okay, Kevin, you might have Disney Plus. I do. Are you ready to experience the premier streaming experience of 2020? Let me talk to you about Mint Mobile Plus. Okay. Mint Mobile, you're like, it's not a cell phone like provider network. Yes, yes, it is. Is it endorsed by Ryan Reynolds? Yes, yes, it is. Well, guess what? Peacock, everyone's got a streaming thing. HBO sure. Max, Peacock, there's more. There's more. Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mint Mobile has Mint Mobile Plus. And I tell you okay. what, it's the only place to exclusively get 90 quality minutes of Ryan Reynolds in that 2003 classic film, Foolproof, for free. That's all it streams. That's all it's on there. One movie, Foolproof, Ryan Reynolds. This DVD is quality streaming. This is amazing because literally if you look at the store. <laughs> look at the store. It's all different icons <laughs> of the same movie. Of the same movie. It makes it look like it's all these different things, and it's not. It looks like a legit streaming service, but it was only when I first read, was reading about it too that Ryan Reynolds was summed it up for one movie. I was like, oh god, it's got to be, it's got to be more talk of like the the, the his version of uh, Green Lantern again, the the Reynolds cut, <laughs> twenty seven seconds. But instead, it's 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 this horrible movie from two thousand three called Foolproof, and it's the best part is is this movie was even straight to video. It wasn't even like a theatrical release. This was a straight to DVD uh, release from Ryan Reynolds to on top of it. So you're not even getting potentially something even as good as Green Lantern <laughs> or, or the Ryan Reynolds cut, which is 27 seconds. Yeah. Did you um, watch the little trailer for it? Because yep. it looks <laughs> 2003. I forget. I forget what, like early 2000 Ryan Reynolds was like again. It's been a while since I've been back there. I mean, when did he do like Van Wilder? It's got to be during that time period, right? Yeah. Right around there. I mean, which I watched. A thousand yeah. times. Van Wilder and Waiting, I've seen yep. way too many times. But this is just like, it's just too good. It's like this, uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is, is he great. wins Twitter. Yes. I mean, he's so good at it. He's just so good. He's so, like, he is Deadpool. Like, both literally and figuratively, he's Deadpool. Why haven't like, I just... actually gone to the website yet? Mint Mobile Plus Unoriginals. And yep, then... <laughs> Unoriginals, yep unoriginal originals there it is they're everywhere there's so many there's so many icons of foolproof oh my god this is i I got a kind of originals let me say i'm clicking oh my god there it is it's up it's running it looks it looks like i'm watching it from a vhs onto my it's it's not good it's not good at all but it's not good yeah i mean we always look for flexible watch alongs there you go the dude i think yes Yes, I think so. So bad looking. I love it. I love that this is a thing. Though. And the premise of the movie is just a group of friends uh, always plan heists but never actually do them until a local gangster actually blackmails them into executing one of their planned heists. That's that's the movie. It's the movie. It's fantastic. One more All right. Lot. I think we're good, Jason. I think we've covered stuff. I think we've given the people what they've wanted, demanded, and didn't even ask for. Three-time DLC champion. I mean, it's true. We're... Jason, right now we're all the way at the tippity top, but we're oh, not yeah. even halfway there. <laughs> it's true. Oh, um, God, Kevin and Jason need to go talk about Doctor Disrespect some more. Just go. I know you're you're gonna get bashed. You're gonna get lumped in the same group as me now, and you just you just started watching. Hey, so. I'm just getting a podcast people are talking about. So it's true. Got to keep. I just got to keep the tradition going. There you go. So speaking of which, Jason, where can people find you? Because they can't find you on Nintendo Shack anymore. They can't find me on Nintendo Shack. They can't find me pretty much anywhere on POCG these days. Uh, I guess I'm coming back. There's a chance I'll be on another DLC coming up. <gasps> it might be. Uh, it might be happening. The negotiations, you know. 
it's going to cost a few more V-Bucks, you know, this time. This time the discounted rate or the Apple rate? Ooh, well, it's going to have to be the discounted rate because the Apple rate doesn't exist anymore. So gotta Fair be, enough. But, you know, I am on probably the best podcast on the internet that you're not listening to, Flexpose. You know, Lucas and I would do a very bad job of selling it. And every week, he's always reluctant. He's like, I guess maybe I should mention it. I'm like, yeah, Jack, you should mention it. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best podcast. It's the best podcast. Lucas and I do it together. It's not as family friendly as PSG. We, we like to curse. We go into territory. It's not, you know, it's not for everyone. But we have a darn good time doing it. Flexpose.com. It's a great time. Hang out. Absolutely. We do other things. We like we like synthwave. We like neon. We like eighty stuff. Okay, so we do, and we're good at it. Dang it. You're darn good at it. That's why that's why I ask him to plug it every week, Jason. You know, he never goes forward and says, "Hey, Kevin, before we stop." I'd like to talk to you about Fluxivos. No, it's always me saying, Lucas, where can people find more of you? And then he's like, well, I guess you can go to the Discord, and then you can go to Twitter, and oh, yeah, by the way, sometimes I do this podcast. (laughs) Sometimes. I've only done it for six years with my best friend, but uh, you should maybe, I guess, I'm on the Discord, you know. Heavy metal underscore riff. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jack, if you're going to give $10 to PSVG on Patreon, you owe it yourself to at least check out Fluxtopos for free. I'm just saying that. That's very true. Just saying that. Very true. Do it. Fluxtopos.com, everybody. Um, where can they find you on Twitter, though, Jason, when you do tweet? I, uh, you know, I, much like Donnie, I had to change my Twitter handle a while back because I was like, you know, I wanted to be JW Lacey for a while because it was like professional. No, mm-hmm. F that. It's Hey Fluxy. F-L-U-X-A-Y. That's me. I'm there. Someone stole the JW Lacey, though. Someone snatched that right up. Really? Uh, now. Yeah. I wish I stole there's, it and would tweet as you. There's an I could have taken, Jason out there. So. Yeah, I would have taken like your photos from Facebook and just made a fake Jason Lacey account. The the, uh, the Chinese gold farmer, I assume that's what they are. They're still sitting on that Fluxy account since forever that's inactive. I like how Twitter's like, we're going to remove inactive accounts. No, no they don't. No, not they at all. Don't. You can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all of the things, basically any platform, any social media. It's all the same. Because that's what I do. I keep it simple, folks. Head over to psvg.blog to find links. That cross progression. It's true. Yes, that's a great way of putting that. Thank you for that, Jason. Um, Head over to psvg.blog to find links to all the things we do, all the other great shows. Uh, Hop in the Discord where we waste a lot of our free time just arguing about stupid stuff. That's what we do. Um, And if you want to support us monetarily, by all means, head over to patreon.com slash PSVG. We'll happily take your money and uh, give you some free content to go along with that, including 14 and a half hours of Jason Lacey talk. And it was amazing. So as always, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend, hopefully. But most important, as always, we ask that you never stop disrespecting. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.